0: And hello out there, all you Stay Tuners. Welcome back to another episode of Stay Tuned Sports, episode number 31. First episode of the 2019 year. And what an end to 2018 we had with um, college playoffs and uh, the last regular season games of the NFL leading into the wild card weekend this coming weekend, which we will... Talk about. Uh, we'll talk about the championship game between Alabama and Clemson, and a little drama in Pittsburgh um, to close out their year uh, for the Steelers. But uh, before we get into that, why don't you head over to Twitter? You can follow me on Twitter at Jimbo St Sports, and you can follow the show at St Sports Podcast, and. This week, King's not here. Um, maybe next week he'll be here. But you can head over to Twitter there as well. Follow him at King of Skunk Duck. I'm sure he's going to have some uh, new T-shirts coming out with, uh, like, you know, like I said about the uh, Alabama-Clemson national title game uh, and uh, with the NFL playoffs starting now as well. He'll probably have some uh, shirts there. Uh, So let's uh, let's just jump right into it. Like I said, uh, it had a little bit of um, drama going on with uh, the Steelers going into their Week 17 matchup with the Cincinnati Bengals. came out that uh, Antonio Brown showed up to the game in a fur coat, and all the the players were, you know, warming up, and he doesn't have no no gear on or anything, and then on, I believe it was, um, I I believe it was Tuesday, I think it was New Year's Day, excuse me, came out that he supposedly requested a trade out of Pittsburgh, wasn't a demand, which I don't understand, I mean, either... Asking to move, or you're not asking to move. Uh, And then on Wednesday, Mike Tomlin had his end of the year press conference, and of course had to once again take some questions about Antonio Brown's antics and this trade rumor, if it was if it was true, or. uh, And here's some um, quotes from. Uh, that press conference this is from uh, ESPN um, before I say the quotes basically what was what's starting to come out is he was taking some uh, time off to heal a knee uh, ankle just a leg injury and Tuesday when this uh, trade rumor came out, was stemming from an incident last week uh, before their week 17 matchup against the Bengals that he ended up blowing up during a practice even through a football at uh, a teammate. And I don't know how true this one is, but this was a day or two after the Pittsburgh um, Steelers players Named Juju, uh, I can never say his last name the right way, but you guys know who Juju is. Uh, team MVP. And that didn't sit well for Antonio. Uh, ended up going home, leaving practice. Never talked to Tomlin. Never talked to uh, higher-ups. He was... Uh, Seen talking to Big Ben a little bit after practice. Told him that he feels unappreciated. Sometimes with uh, some higher ups. And, uh, you know, this is not the first time Brown has... Not to be cliche, but be a drama queen. Um, Not the first time he's been in the news. Uh, Last year, I believe it was... Um, after a playoff game, he ended up doing a Facebook Live showing one of Mike Tomlin's uh, speeches. Um, you know, showing up to training camp in helicopters and being sued for throwing a, a couch out a 14th uh, store window. You know, it, it's it's starting to look like another Le'Veon Bell type situation, but we will see. Um, as far as this article that uh, kind of recaps Mike Tomlin's end of year news conference, Tomlin cited a lack of communication between Brown and the team and didn't hide. <clears throat> excuse me, kind of it a little bit. And didn't hide from the troubles his All-Pro receiver has caused. Asked if he thought Brown quit on the Steelers, Tomlin responded, "You know, you can describe it in whatever ways you want to describe it." I gotta say that that's a smart statement by Tomlin, because no matter what he says there, it's gonna be the wrong thing to say. He's not saying uh, that Brown quit, but if he wants to, wanted to, that's for, that's for behind closed doors. Uh, Tomlin went on, uh, bottom line is we are playing a, a significant game, and he didn't do a good job of communicating or being available in the hours leading up to that performance. Tomlin also said that he was dealing with knee, ankle, and foot soreness and was rested in practice accordingly. The team sent Bren Brown for an MRI on the knee Friday, but he did not show up for the examination and couldn't be reached Saturday for a team's walkthrough in meetings. This right here is Tomlin speaking. Woke up Sunday morning, got a call from his agent, Drew Rosenhaus. Drew expressed that Brown was feeling better and that he would potentially be able to participate. Tomlin also said that he was uh, one of many people that were trying to get in touch with Brown to find out what's going on. Uh, Tomlin went on to say, I outlined to Drew that decisions weren't made like that, but I would be interested in visiting with him in person at the stadium prior to the game but playing wasn't on the menu so and Tomlin had every right to do that uh, you know you don't show up Saturday for a um, MRI or a walkthrough and when you, and actually it kept coming out that uh, the blow up stemmed from a walkthrough Big Ben wanted to redo a play and Brown was upset that he wasn't the hot read so that's why he he supposedly started to do his little antics now one of two things is going to happen with this whole situation we already have I believe it's eight or nine head coaches fired. The Steelers already seen what happens when you cater to a drama queen, which is Le'Veon Bell. They had deal with him for two years, you know, constantly holding out or being uh, in the news for weed possession, marijuana possession, Um, kind of had that me mentality in a way, saying uh, he doesn't want to put himself out there too hurt when he knows he's going to cash in on a big contract. So either the Steelers trade Brown, which is going to be very difficult, and I'll get into that in a second. or Tomlin will be let go because the other part of the story that came out was Brown feels Tomlin is too much aligned with Big Ben and he may be one of the people that uh, Brown was talking about that feels unappreciated from higher ups now now if it came down to those two scenarios of trade Brown or trade or uh, fire Tomlin, I think Tomlin would get fired just because Brown is in the third year of a five-year extension and the problem is next year's salary and the year after that, he's going to get paid 21 and I think it was like 22 or $23 million for those seasons. No one is going to pick up a contract like that. If they trade for him, the Steelers are still on the hook for that contract. So he's not going anywhere. Unless some team offers like four first rounders, like something, just like a Mike Dick uh, Ricky Williams type New Orleans Saints trade. So to end the 2018 Pittsburgh Steelers season, they ended up losing, or what did they win, I think they won, because they needed the Browns to win, which didn't happen, the Ravens ended up pulling it out at the end, Steelers aren't going to the playoffs, back to back years of drama-filled, actions by players and stuff like that it may be time for a change I know I've seen some Steelers uh, fans on Twitter and Facebook feel the same way so it will be I'll I'll be curious to see how these next few weeks go and what will happen with with Brown nothing's going to happen right now I don't think anything's going to happen until March when the new league year starts because then he's owed a $2.5 million bonus. So, it'll, it'll be curious to see. Maybe put them as, you know, the hard knocks. Because, I mean, all the drama that fills, fills their locker room and, and, and the behind-the-scenes stuff definitely be Good for ratings. Uh, like I uh, did mention about um, coaches being fired and, and things like that. So this past Monday was the the yearly Black Monday for for coaches. And as far as I'm gonna run through the coaches that have been fired. And I'm going to give my opinion about some of them. Uh, do I think it was right or wrong? So the head coaches that got fired was Todd Bowles from the New York Jets, Adam Gase from Miami Dolphins, Vance Joseph from the Denver Broncos, Dirk Cutter from the Bunkerneers, Marvin Lewis from the Bengals, Mike McCarthy, who got fired a couple weeks ago uh, from the Packers, Steve Wilkes from the Cardinals, Hugh Jackson from the Browns, which was midseason. And then a bunch of um, assistant coaches, but I'm not going to go through them. So of all these coaches, there's only a couple that I could agree with of should have been fired. Um, Adam Gase, I think, needed to, to, to go. I think that whole team needs to be overhauled. You have um, Ryan Tannehill, who the past couple years can't, can't stay healthy. And when he was, he was an okay quarterback. Now, you could probably say he didn't have the right coaches there or whatnot, but I, I think it's time for that team to you know, get a new GM, new head coach, and start over. Vance Joseph... I think, for the Denver Broncos, I think he should have got at least one more year. And I think the Broncos' ownership should have stepped in here because the downfall to Van Shilson was he never really had a quality quarterback. Casey Keenum is a cheaper version of Kirk Cousins. He got a big contract and... Really hasn't done a lot to show he was worth that contract. What he did last year with the Vikings was outstanding. Deserved the starting spot. But I believe when he played with uh, the Panthers, he was average at best. So I think Joseph deserved one more year. Todd Bowles. Had to go. Um, You got a young quarterback. Find a coach that can mold Sam Darnold and, and make him a good player. He showed signs of it last year, but he also shows signs of youngness. Dirk Cutter from Tampa Bay. Yeah, it was time for him to go. Um, And I am surprised that Tampa Bay actually picked up the fifth-year option on Winston. That's another situation there that I I think it needs to be overhauled. Um, Now, I know I just said about Sam Darnold bringing a coach in to, to mold him, but he's still young. He was a rookie this past season. Jameson has been in the league now four years and really hasn't shown like major signs to being a superstar, other than being a superstar in the news for the wrong reasons. So, I, I would have got rid of uh, Dirk Cutter, and I would have got rid of Jameis uh, James Winston too. Marvin Lewis, listen, you know, what was it, 16 seasons in Cincinnati, players get get tired of listening to the same thing over and over and over. You know, he had uh, a couple playoff berths there. Just, he's going to be known as the one to never win a playoff game. And it's unfortunate because his record isn't bad. I mean, his overall record for 16 seasons with the Cincinnati Bengals was 131, 122 losses and three ties. You know, so he, he, he showed he, he can't win games, just quote win the playoff games. Mike McCarthy for the Packers. Um, I, I think, can't remember if I talked about it the week after he got fired, but I think the Green Bay Packers did him wrong. Um, do I think he needed to go? I think it's another situation where... Players just got tired of hearing the same thing over and over. And it just seems like Aaron Rodgers is the one running that team. But for a coach that brought you a Super Bowl, always had you in the postseason, and had a, a, a great record, you know, overall record, to let him go that early in the season and not just let them ride it out. You know, like, what's what's Green Bay gained by this, you know, gained from this? They didn't hire, they didn't find, uh, find a new coach right off the bat, you know, so they're, they're going to take time. But Mike McCarthy he can't go to, you know, at the time, Cincinnati Bengals when Marvin Lewis was still there. So he's got to sit at home until the season's over. You know, so... Was it time for him to go? Yes. Should he have... Should they... Green Bay Packers wait until the end of the season? Yes. Hugh Jackson... Well, let's... You know... If you were living underneath a rock for the past... What? Two, three years? He was just terrible. His record three thirty six and one And this year is when he had the most wins. So... Without a doubt, he had to go. Out of all the coaches that got fired, this one I have the biggest problem with. Steve Wilkes from the Arizona Cardinals was fired after one season. It's one season. You know, it's kind of like, um, to me, a college football coach, say. A new college football coach gets hired. You won't see his players that he wanted until at least season three. Until all those seniors from the, the, the prior coach are graduated and are gone. Now, on top of being a first-year uh, first coach, your GM was suspended for DUIs. You're starting a rookie quarterback. You had to fire offense coordinator halfway through the season because he didn't know how to play, call plays. You got one of the, the best running backs in the league, and you're not running them. You'd rather pass with a rookie quarterback. This guy here I, I thought should have got definitely one more year, maybe even two. If you got two more years... Maybe he could have improved the rookie quarterback. Could have got a, a better offense coordinator because, okay, now you got uh, some of these head coaches that used to be offense coordinators. Yes, they may have to take a step, step back, but maybe they have to take a step back to take two steps forward. So you could have hired a good offense coordinator. And like I said, there were some assistant coaches that got fired. But some of the big names, you got Steve Sarkisian out there. Uh, you got the the Detroit Lions' um, former offense coordinator, Jim Bob Cooter. Yes, he couldn't do anything with Matthew Stafford, but Stafford's old. You know, you got the you got Arizona has a young, athletic quarterback. He could have maybe did something with them. I think Arizona really did him wrong by giving up on him for the first year. But... So speaking of NFL, Wild Card Weekend is this weekend. My Philadelphia Eagles are in the playoffs. Um, Just like I was talking about Casey Keenum... Going into the week, I had a feeling that the real Kirk Cousins was going to show. Do I think he's a good quarterback? I think he's above average quarterback. I don't think he's a great quarterback. I don't think he's an 84, $84 million quarterback because he seems like he just can't win the big games. And sure enough, going into last week, the playoff scenario was Philly had a win and Minnesota had a lose. Well, Philadelphia, even though the first quarter I was a little nervous because they kept Washington around, pulled out the win. And Minnesota playing Chicago by fourth quarters when Chicago pulled their starters, and you could just see that Minnesota offense wasn't moving at all. And when I start to feel more comfortable about Minnesota losing was when I saw a highlight, I think it was at halftime, of uh, Kirk Cousins and Adam Thielen going at it. And I I may have posted on, on Twitter, but Kirk Cousins, in a way, was kind of looked like he was showing Thielen how to play receiver. Even though Thielen had, what was it, like 10 straight 100-yard games or something, like some 100-yard uh, record. So So Philadelphia's in the playoffs. So this Saturday, January 5th, at 4.30, we have the Colts versus the Texans. At 8.15, we have Seattle versus the Cowboys. And then on Sunday, we have the... Man, I almost said San Diego Chargers. I just can't get used to LA. LA Chargers against the Baltimore Ravens. And at 4.40, we have the Philadelphia Eagles against the Chicago Bears. So, I, I haven't done it in a couple of weeks. But I'm, I'm going to get my picks uh, for this week and kind of go kind of talk about a little bit. So I'll start with the first game. So first wild card game is Indianapolis Colts against the Houston Texans. As of right now, Houston's a one and a half point favorite. Uh, Watching Houston against Philly, I gotta pick them. I think Deshaun Watson is playing awesome football right now his legs are just taking over games. And even though J.J. Watt was held to no sacks against us, and uh, Clowney got flagged for that, roughing the passer here on on Nick Foles, I still thought it was a clean hit. And this is coming from an Eagles fan. I still thought it was a clean hit from Clowney. They have a good defense. Colts have Andrew Luck, uh, they have a good defense as well, but like I said, I'm gonna go with uh, I'm going go with Houston. Uh, I'll go 21. I'll go 21-14. I, I think they're they're gonna pull it out, uh, Houston. Then at night you have Seattle against the Cowboys. Uh, Dallas is a two point favorite. Dallas to me is. The Alabama Crimson Tide During the regular season They really haven't played anybody In my opinion And the 10-6 record Is Kind of inflated Seattle is playing a very good uh, Ball right now I I think Seattle is going to beat them I think Seattle is going to Win by By 10 I think it's going to be like a 20-10 game I don't think Dallas gets their first playoff weight in, what, 20, 25 years? So, Saturday, I have Houston and Seattle win. Sunday, at 105, we have the Chargers against the Ravens. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go with the Ravens. Baltimore's a 2.5 point favorite. I'm going to go with the Ravens over the Chargers. Uh, I, I know my uh, fiance. She's a Chargers, or, uh, a Ravens fan. Uh, my oldest is a Ravens fan, so he's starting to get like me and get loud and nuts when our teams don't do what they're supposed to do. But uh, I think the Ravens defense is going to carry this team and uh, get Lamar Jackson, even though he's a rookie. he's playing lights out, and I mean, yes, it's Philip Rivers, but. I think the Ravens are more hungry. So I'm going to go with a 15-12 Ravens win. Then at 440, we have the Philadelphia Eagles against the Chicago Bears. Not Bears, Bears. I don't know why it sounded like that. Uh, Obviously, I'm going to go with the Eagles. Uh, Chicago's a six-point favorite. I think Nick Foles still has a, a little magic left not sure if he has enough to take it to all the way to the Super Bowl and win it again, but it'd be nice to see Philadelphia win this weekend. And I think the key to this game for Philadelphia is our defense, our front line. We need to get to Trubisky. He's still young. If Fletcher Cox and Michael Bennett in that front four could not even just get sacks, just put him on his butt a couple times. It's going to make them start thinking and hopefully our our young quarter, uh, cornerbacks can, uh, win the game for us, you know, get a pick six or get a turnover somehow. So for Sunday's games, I got the Ravens and the Eagles. And then next week I'll, I'll give my playoff predictions for that one. Maybe I'll have King on and, you know, we'll argue over who's right, who's wrong. Just like normal. But since I'm on a playoff uh, talk here, I'm going to go into talking about the national championship game between the Alabama Crimson Tide and the Clemson Tigers. So, obviously I was upset about the Notre Dame game um, for the first quarter and a half. It kind of going the way I was thinking it was going to go. Of keep it close and we we have a chance. But injuries and a lot of questionable replay calls. A.K.A. the nose of the ball touched the white line. Which it never did. Um, Clemson was definitely the better team. Uh, Even without Lawrence in there. I really thought with him not in there we could run the ball. But it just didn't seem like we could get the running game going. Book just seemed to be off. Uh... Seemed nervous. Kind of like the game was too big for them. So, and then at night we had a, Alabama against Oklahoma, and Alabama won 45 34 uh, to move on to the championship game. And the championship game is January 7th at 8 p.m. on ESPN. Alabama opened up as a six point favorite over Clemson, which it's just, you know, natural it's going to be that way. I think, I think again, this could be potentially a very good game. Uh, this is the third time in the past four years that they've played each other, so they, they know each other pretty well. Um, last year, Alabama beat Clemson 24-6, but the two times before, they both split. So it's, you know, one, uh, what would it be, one and two? Yeah. So Clemson's one and two against Bama. Bama's two and one against uh, Clemson. Um, the over/under, I think I saw was like, I think it was like 50, 50, 57, I believe it was. Which, yeah, uh, fifty-seven and a half. Which again, I mean, that, that's that's a good game. Um, as far as my my prediction. I think it, it could go like a... I think Clemson could beat them. You know, I was very impressed with Clemson's defense against Notre Dame. Uh, I, I didn't really watch the Bama game because I ended up flipping uh, UFC fights on. But that that defense just... They were just all over us. Uh, you know, causing turnovers, uh, getting sacks making our quarterback not feel comfortable in that pocket and even with like i said even without lawrence they they stuffed that's that that middle of the field now you got alabama coming in they're putting up 40 plus points a game but this is not a oklahoma team this is a good defense so this one I'll, i'll definitely be uh Watching it, I I took the next day off just to just to make sure, you know, I could stay up and watch it. But as far as predictions, I'm gonna I'm gonna go with a 30-27 Clemson win. I still think it's gonna be a close game. I think as far as the over, it's gonna be close. It's not gonna be. Like the uh, Alabama, Oakland or Oklahoma, sorry, uh, game last week. But I think Clemson's defense is what makes or makes the the team win this game. Um, With the young quarterback on Clemson, I was I was impressed with him. You know, being a freshman like that and throwing the ball around uh, the way he was, just picked us apart. But uh, so that's my predictions for the playoffs. Um, for the NFL and for the college football. That's gonna be it for us this week. Uh, I hope to see you guys back next week. You can head over to Twitter, you can follow me at JimboST Sports, you can follow the show at ST Sports Podcast. Even follow us on Facebook if you want to like, share. You know, all the all the cool kids are doing it now. But this is your good friend Jimbo. Signing out for this week. I'll see you next week.